I love to talk. After all, I do it for a living. A paying living. But when it came time to actually starting a podcast to talk about my passions and my own business, I was intimidated. Like, really intimidated. Mainly because of my track record with technology. I actually have a menacing track record with a lot of things, but we will definitely get into those later. After, of course, I talk about the fact that I ran track and I have a record number of days lived for me today, 11,686 to be exact. And in case you haven't guessed, that means I am 31 years old and I will be 32 in two days. Obviously, you guys had that figured out, right? I mean, you're not on your fingers or anything, right? But I'm here today to finally start taking the public into my personal journey as quite possibly the world's first real-life Kenny from South Park. But I actually haven't died just yet. I just have a lot of mishaps. I also love to travel a lot. Mishaps and wanderlust, yeah, they pair so nicely together, right? But I've realized over the years that they've sort of made me who I am, and they've taken me on a journey to where I never thought possible. And you know what? I crave it. My name is Maria Elena, and you are listening to Purple Hood Adventures Podcast. I'm a travel-obsessed entrepreneur working from my home in Ohio to connect travelers from all over the world and to help you make your one days a reality and stop living for the weekend. I seek constant adventure while maintaining an outwardly appearing normal life with a husband, a cat, and a full-time job as a remote speech-language pathologist. I live a real-life accidental comedy show as seen through the eyes of my trusty Mount Zion purple windbreaker as I make my way around the world and live a life of the unordinary but not the extraordinary. What's up, guys? Thank you for being here today. This is my very first podcast ever, and I'm going to have a little confession here. Um, I've actually only listened to two podcasts in my entire life, both of which were this week and both of which were about how to start a podcast. So you are seeing the very first attempt at my first podcast, but I felt it had to be started. So one of the things they told me to do was actually to sit in a spot, a very interesting, unusual spot, actually. In fact, this spot involves, I'll give you a hint, a lot of clothing and a dark, small space, and it's in my bedroom. If you guessed wardrobe, you're wrong. It's actually my closet. But yes, that is where I currently am sitting, just to give you a visual. So today, since it's my first podcast, I guess I have to do sort of the boring part and sort of explain who I am and what Purple Hood Adventures is. And I promise down the road, I will be having lots of interviewees and we're going to be talking about all the ins and outs of travel and about uh, balancing normalcy or appearing normal and the life of wanderlust. So without further ado, I'm going to just kind of tell you about how I got started and my feelings on things and how and why I started Purple Hood Adventures. And that would be because I've realized sort of over the years that people kind of get stuck in this routine, um, this bubble of where they are, what they do, and that's all they ever see. And it's like reading a book, but only reading one page. And 
you know, a lot of people, especially I've noticed in my own culture, in the American culture, you know, we are brought up to be very well educated and to get good jobs and to buy a nice house and to have a lot of land and buy an expensive car. And yes, of course, there's value to working hard. I mean, I think everybody would agree to that. I think having a good job is is good, but I think that it's not necessarily the end-all be-all. In fact, when you go to a party, how often do you hear somebody say, so what do you do? And what they really want to know is what you do to earn money from nine to five every day. Well, what if that answer is you're between jobs or you work at McDonald's or God forbid you don't actually like your job and you then you have to describe what you do for, you know, another two hours plus, you know, why doesn't, why isn't the question, what drives you? What, what are you interested in? Um, you know, I think that's a much better topic. And in fact, in some cultures, it's seen as inappropriate to ask somebody what they do for a living. But anyway, that's our our norm here in the U.S. And um, luckily, I do actually enjoy being a speech-language pathologist. Um, But, you know, I also wanted more from myself. And you'll kind of, hearing about my history, see my progression of things. I actually started, um, I started off pretty normal in my life. I went to school, racked up a bunch of money in student loan debts that I'm still currently paying off. And I went to grad school, got a master's degree in speech-language pathology, and then I went to go work in a nursing home for three years. Well, I had this ongoing dream of backpacking Australia and New Zealand, and I kept waiting for the right time and when I'd have enough money and when the right time to go was, and, you know, but guess what I couldn't do from my nine-to-five job in my nursing home, guess what was not possible to do? Well, it was hard for me to even get a Saturday off. So guess what was hard to take? Oh, yeah, vacation, which um, in the U.S., by the way, not only do we not have gap years here, but it's hard to even take vacation. And guess what people are doing now? They're not even taking the vacations that they have. That's a thing. And why? It's because our culture doesn't seem to value experiences, I don't think. And I mean, many people go, many people, you know, they value a little bit more. But for me, I experience things and it helps me grow as an individual. It helps me learn about other cultures. And it helps me learn about myself and become comfortable in my own skin. And that's why I travel. I travel for more than just, you know, lavish experiences and vacations and things like that. I think there's a difference. And that's really what I was kind of wanting out of life. So after about three years of hearing old, you know, 90-something-year-old patients tell me, oh, back in 1927, you know, I was going to do, you know, why, if you're going to do something, you better just do it now. You better do that now. You know, you're going to have kids later. You know, so obviously I heard about this, you know, day, day in and day out. And one day it kind of just stuck. And I'd been, you know, afraid to take that leap and, you know, get a remote job for years. And one day, guess what I did? I took that remote job as a remote speech language pathologist and I quit working at the nursing homes. And you know what? It was the best thing I ever done, ever did. And it, I've, I will never go back. I, I will never, I'll never regret that decision. And at, at the meantime, not only does it allow me to see the world and live location independent, but it also allows me to develop 
something more. It allows me to develop my own business. And that is ultimately where I'm happy. I love to create. I love to write. I love to help others see the world like I have. You know, my goal is to just see more of the world. And it's like the more you see and the more you meet people, the more you just crave it, the more you want to. Um, and, you know, it's sometimes people that have never traveled before. It's easy to say, well, why do that? You've already been enough places. But it's the people that have done these things that realize, gosh, there's so much out there in the world to see and do. And, you know, what am I doing? I'm wasting my time. I got to get out there. I got to have more experiences. There's friends to be had, people that are waiting to meet me and adventures that are literally sitting there waiting for me to come to them. <laughs> That's how I feel anyway. Um, so, you know, I, I thrive off of creating and I thrive off of being social and meeting people. And, you know, some people thrive off of moving their way up the corporate ladder and that's fine. You know what? More power to them. But I, you know, that's not for me. And I, I don't judge other people for wanting that. That's great. You know, great for them. But, you know, people sometimes judge me because I, I, well, they think I'm rich. I know that's a very laughable matter. They have no idea. <laughs> they haven't seen my student loan debt. Anyway, that is why I'm currently um, still, you know, I, I don't travel full time. Gosh, I wish that I could. You know, I wish I could be that person that says to you, I, you know, I bought a one-way ticket and a mic and I'm, I'm traveling the world. You know what? That's my goal. I'm hoping to get there, but I am not there yet. And that's kind of what sets me aside from other bloggers and other vloggers and other, you know, podcasters. You know, they're, they're out experiencing the world every single day. And I can't give that to you yet. I'm hoping that I can soon. Um, but what you're going to get from my podcast is a kind of a balance of two worlds. And I do have two lives pretty much. I have the life that looks normal at home and at, you know, working as a speech language pathologist, but also my, my secret life, which I like to call it. And that is spent adventuring and experiencing places and moving the city to city to to meet other people and um you know developing my own business on the side and creating so i've got kind of two things going on and my ultimate goal is to show you that i may be just like you um you know i'm i've been working at developing something for a while and i i haven't gotten to my ultimate um goal of traveling a lot more but i'm making my way there and i want you to be with me on my journey as i continue to get there so um real quick i'm just going to describe what my website actually is in case you've been wondering what the heck is purple Lit adventures i hear why you're doing it but what in the world is it well, that's kind of a good question. It's sort of like a travel hub. It's basically everything travel on one website. Um, I partner with tour guides and agencies all over the world, and I filter out good and bad tours. I add tours for you to book on my site, and I do many of the tours um, myself, and I make sure that they're good for you and they're not, you know, some scammy, weird thing like that. So um, I filter out all the bad tours for you. They're already on my website. Um, I have that. I have travel planning services. Of course, I have flights and hotels, logistic type stuff, um, and my blogs. And of course, I'm about to, you know, add podcasting. But one thing that is interesting that I really, 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 really want you to understand about Purple Hood Adventures is that I'm creating what I want to be the, the world's first 
sort of travel organization. And I've actually already started the meetup group in Cleveland and around the United States. And I'm going to be traveling to different cities in the United States to meet other people that are maybe just thinking about starting their own business or, you know, thinking about traveling more. Or maybe people that have are like me that already are developing a business. Um, you know, maybe there will be people that are traveling full time that have their own you know, TV shows or whatnot, but it's for basically every walk of life. And my goal is to connect everybody on the same level and to help you get to where you want to be ultimately. And if that's to spend your life creating, you know, that's where I want to help you get to. If your goal is to see the world on a budget, that's where I want to help you get to. I want to help you get to the same place that I want to get. And I want to work there together to get there. And that is the goal of Purplehead Adventures. Um, really quick, I know these first introduction videos are a little bit boring um, because I have to like go through all this stuff. But um, I promise something kind of fun is coming up because I'm going to do a game because it's me and I love games. But I just want to describe where the name Purplehead Adventures came from real quick. So... I was in Sydney, Australia. This was after I finally said yes to myself, and I was there. And it's a Friday night, and um, it's really cold, although it probably wasn't actually cold. I was just cold because I'm always cold. So I'm walking around the streets of Sydney, Australia with literally about four hoodies on and a purple windbreaker on top. Well, if you've seen any of my travel photos, you can somehow see that I'm wearing the same purple windbreaker in every one of my travel photos. In fact, it looks like it's the same day every day. So yeah, I realized, man, I'm wearing this in all of my photos. Why can't I just look like I'm wearing something else for once? And of course, these we're walking right downtown. So there's these nightclubs everywhere and these girls just walking around in their skimpy little dresses and heels and you know, they're looking all cute and everything, and I'm, I kind of got kind of frumpy looking there. Man, why can't I look like that? You know, I'm always covered in these, these jackets and these hoodies, and my hood's always up, and, you know, I don't have any nice clothes. It's true, I really don't. I'm still in my closet. I'm looking at these 2003, like, shirts that I bought. Yeah, I'm literally looking at them right now. So I really don't buy clothes. Um, so I kind of got this like, this, you know, kind of attitude, but, um, I, I suddenly had this epiphany like right then and there in the middle of like the middle of Sydney, Australia. And I, I thought to myself, wow, I, I'm actually, but I'm here. I, I'm right where I said I wanted to be for all of these years. And I dared to say yes to myself. And here I am on the other side of the world doing what I love and experiencing. And you know what? I'm cold. I generally run about 40 degrees colder than the average human. And that's me. And that's what I want Purple Head Adventures to be about. I want it to be about more than just helping you travel and see sights, which obviously is important, but it's not ultimately what is that life-changing experience. I want you to get to know yourself through travel I, like I did. I want you to have, you know, confidence in yourself and, you know, 
own who you are in the world. And sometimes you have to be thrown into things that are way outside your element to get there because you realize who you are without your environment, without the people that you see every day, without the occupation that keeps you busy every day. You see who you are when you are suddenly thrown into um, basically fending for yourself um, in a place that you've never been. So that's ultimately what travel has given me. And it's given me so much more than just vacationing, as some people see it. Um, So that's where Purple Hood Adventures came from. Um, That's my purple Mount Zion windbreaker jacket, um, having the adventures around the globe. So without further ado, I will go ahead and start the games now. And um, bear with me, there's actually going to be three different games. The first game, actually, they're not going to be that long, I promise. It's not going to be like one of these like hour-long episodes. But first game is, is I'm going to actually give you a little trivia, and I'm going to describe three places, and I'm going to have you try to think of where you think it might be. So it might be like in, oh, I don't know, it might be in another city, it might be in another country. So I want to see if you know where it is. And if not, I'm going to teach you where it is. And um, then, because it's me, like I said in my intro, I literally live a full-time life of a real-life comedy show on accident. I don't, I don't draw these things to me. They just come to me. Um, so I'm going to ha- give you a choice on what you think embarrassing happened to me in that place. And don't worry, that one will be multiple choice. And then the third one is going to be, because it is a podcast, um, sound-based. So... I'm going to make the sound of three things that I have collected or something that relates to something I've collected on my travels. And I want you to see if you can guess what it is. So I will go ahead and start. All right. Are you ready? You think you can handle it? All right. Here we go. Okay, is everybody ready for the first description of the first place in my game? All right, so this is a place that I actually just traveled to, and I just came back from here. Uh, If you know me, you know where that was. If you don't know me, you have absolutely no idea. I'm banking on that. (laughs) All right, so this is a place that's known for some... Well, one of the most famous religious establishments in the world, known as Angkor Wat. And it's also known for some pretty brutal regimes back in its history, known as the Khmer Rouge. And at one point, it was a colony of France. And a fun fact about it is that they use United States dollars as well as reals in their money, their currency. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few seconds to think about what that was. No cheating, by the way. No Googling. Um, See if you can think about what it might be. And I'm going to play this quick Jeopardy song just to give you a little bit of um, a little bit of uh, time break here. So ready and go.
right, enough time. The answer was Cambodia. That's right. It was in Cambodia. In fact, Angkor Wat is, um, that was in Siem Reap. So if you've ever been there, Cambodia. All right, everybody ready for the second description of the second place? All right, so this was a country whose name in its native language actually means land of the free. It was a country that was never colonized by a European country, and it's a place known for its tropical jungles and islands, and in fact, it's home to, I hope I don't say this wrong, Pingna, which is um, also contains the iconic James Bond Island. Okay, I've actually just visited this destination as well. All right, so I'm going to play my, uh, my Jeopardy song again for you here and give you a couple seconds to think about that one. Okay, well, the answer to that one was Thailand, all right? So some of you might be like, oh, I've, I've been there, duh, I know that. And other people might be like, oh, why? Well, I didn't know that. I learned something new today. All right, that was the point, so. All right, guys, here is the last final description of a location. Okay, remember, it doesn't have to be a country. It could be anywhere. All right, in case that wasn't a hint. All right, so this location is situated on Lake Michigan, and it's known for its deep dish pizzas, skyscrapers, and its famous Willis Tower and John Hancock Center. It's also known for an iconic Navy Pier and is home to many museums and has a unique architecture. All right, so I will give you another few seconds and add another round of Jeopardy music. You might already know this one. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Here you go, though. And in case you didn't know that one, it is Chicago. That's right. That's in Illinois and the United States, in case you're not from here. Or maybe you are from here and you still didn't know that. That's okay. That's why we have these things. All right, guys. And just to add a little twist, I actually meant to do this earlier, but I wanted to add a little game to this sub game here. And um, I think, as I mentioned, I do have a lot of mishaps given these places. So um, since we know the answers, Cambodia, Thailand, and Chicago, I'm going to give you guys an, a choice of three possible things that could have possibly happened to me while I was at these locations. And I'm going to let you guys figure out which you think is the real thing that actually happened. So starting at Cambodia... Here we go. So what do you think actually happened to me? 
Was it A, did I faint walking up the steps of Anchor Wat because it was so hot? Was it B, I got a severe bug bite infection when I was visiting a Cambodian home and I had to go to a Cambodian clinic and explain myself in Khmer? Or was it C, I forgot about my driver and I forgot what he looked like twice and I lost nearly five times my way around these temples and made him come look for me. So one of those things. So either I fainted, I had a severe bug bite, or I forgot what my driver looked like. So A, B, or C. All right, what do you think? I'm not going to play Jeopardy for this one. All right, the answer was C. Yes, this did happen to me. I forgot what my driver looked like to my temples. And, oh, God, it was so embarrassing. I I kept pretending that I knew it was him or I'd walk up to somebody, and if they didn't recognize me, I would just pretend like I was saying hi. But really, it was um, I just wanted to see him um, recognize me. And if he recognized me, that was probably my driver. All right. I don't know why I'm broadcasting this, but I had a really hard time. I didn't see his face in my defense. All I saw was like the back of his helmet. Okay. So that was the first one. The second one here is Thailand. So I'm going to give you a choice of three things that may or may not have happened to me in Thailand. Okay. This also happened this summer. All right. Was it A, I accidentally ate a strange plant and a restaurant server came running over to me to tell me, ma'am, you cannot eat that. Not shouldn't eat, but can't eat. So, um, yeah, so I might've been, um, poisoned and let's go to number B. Did I hit my head on a rock while I was canoeing at the PP islands because I was too tall? Did that happen? Or was it C, I tried to bargain at a market and accidentally spoke in Balinese? So what do you guys think? I accidentally ate a, an edible plant. I hit my head on a rock because I was too tall on the Peabody Islands. Or I spoke the wrong language. All right. If you guessed letter A, you were correct. I did accidentally eat a plant. In my defense, it was like some kind of meat wrapped in a what I thought was seafood. Or, well, I guess not seafood. I thought it was seaweed. Sorry. And, um, yeah, so, you know, you can eat seaweed, right? So, I, of course, I, you know, and it was, it was, you know, seasoned and had oil on it. And so I'm eating it, you know, and I told my husband to eat it, too. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can eat this. Well, I must have eaten the entire thing. But the server came running over, like, in a frantic frenzy. And he's like, no, you can't, you cannot eat that. And I'm, like, thinking to my, you know, I was just waiting for myself to drop dead all night. So that was that. Um, yes, that did actually happen. Okay, guys, are you ready for my last round of mishaps? This is Chicago, remember. All right, so what happened to me in Chicago? Did I, A, have a meltdown at a toll plaza because I was learning to drive a stick shift and had a miserable failure and started crying and had to actually crawl over the center console because I didn't want the driver behind me to see me and have my dad finish driving through there? So did that happen? That's A. Did B happen? Did I lose my shoe at a restaurant and have to walk around barefoot all day? Or C, did I accidentally ride the subway an hour in the wrong direction before realizing my mistake? So 
Did I have a meltdown at a toll plaza, number A? Did I lose my shoe, letter B? Or did I accidentally ride the subway in the wrong direction, letter C? All right, don't worry, I'm still not playing Jeopardy. All right, if you guessed A, you are correct. I did have a horrible meltdown. That is another story for another time. My dad insisted on me learning how to drive a stick shift on a road trip um, for the first time, and there was an unexpected toll plaza with, of course, a hill and a lot of traffic. So you do the math. All right, guys, that was the end of that first game. And I do have one more game, and I promise um, that is the last game in case these are torturesome. Um, I'm having fun, though. I don't know about you. All right, so here's our last game. All right, guys, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play three sounds for you, okay? And they're all about things. They all relate to things that I collect on my travels, and um, I'm not sure how well the audio is going to pick up on my phone, but we will do the best we can, right? Okay, so first, first sound. Ready? And go. All right, I'm not sure how well that recorded, but it relates to something that I traveled. Well, that I gathered while I traveled. All right, think about it. Here it is again. Okay. All right, if you guessed hangers, you are correct. And no, I don't collect hangers. I collect shirts from different places. So if you related the hangers to the shirts, you got that one right. And you can give yourself one of those little um, smiley emojis in the cloud above your um, mental imagery of your head. I don't know. Um, It's been a long episode. Okay, so yes, it was shirts. (laughs) Okay, so that was the first one. Are you ready for the second sound? All right, here we go. You ready? Oops, I did actually just drop those. All right, any idea? Did that give it away? (laughs) All right, if you guessed magnets, you are correct. It was magnets. And I'm sorry about the reverberation sound in my kitchen. Those were magnets. Yes, we collect magnets. Okay, are you ready for the last and final guess? Okay, so this is going to be another one that's like the hangers. It's related to the thing I collect, but not the actual thing I collect. Okay, I probably should have clarified that to begin with. All right, ready, guys? Here we go. All right, any guesses? All right, in case you didn't know what that sound was, it was glass glasses. Actually, they were beer glasses. And I do actually sort of collect beer glasses, but um, not consistently. Do you think you know what I collect that is related to beer glasses? I'll give you one other hint. It's something that you find at pretty much all restaurants or pubs. And if you guessed 
Coasters, that was the correct answer. Yes, I tend to collect coasters from different breweries, especially, or if I see a local beer that I enjoy at a place, I bring home the coaster. Often I forget about them and they end up just crunched up at the bottom of my bag and just get thrown out. But I do try to, I try to make them last and try to bring them out and use them for my tea at some point. So yes, that was the answer to that, coasters. Alright guys, that about wraps up the first Purple Hood Adventures podcast and luckily for you, I am back in my closet. Alright guys, I also wanted to thank you for being with me today and just hanging out and hearing my rambling and my games. I hope they weren't too torturesome for you. But um, it was nice to see all of you, although I'm really not seeing you. I'm actually staring at my 2003 shirts we talked about and we did play a game with those earlier, so it's like kind of like I'm seeing you. I can pretend there's people in those clothes, right? I mean, maybe. Is that weird? I guess it is. All right, guys, (laughs) you know the point. Um, But I want you to remember that I'm here for you, and I want you to be there for me, too. I want us to work together to achieve the goals that so many people don't ever get to. I want to get to a point where we can live our lives and enjoy the world and experience and meet each other and travel together. And, you know, I plan on organizing trips and I want, I want you to be there to travel with me. I want us to experience stuff together and I want you to contact me. And if there's anything I can help you with, please reach out. And if you can help me learn how to do a podcast outside of my closet, that would be another great thing we could work on. So I will see you all next Wednesday. I will be posting a podcast every Wednesday, and we probably will have our first interviewee next week. And until then, guys, live on the wild side. Do a little do a little fun stuff today. Don't live too normally, and don't live any, you know, don't do anything I wouldn't do, which is pretty much nothing because I do just about everything. All right, guys, take care. Peace out. This is Marie Elena, and you've been listening to Purple Hood Adventures Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on our journeys today. If you think you'd like to hear more and you want to stay updated on the whereabouts of an accident-prone purple windbreaker, or if you just like to live the life of adventure through your earbuds, or maybe you enjoy restraining having milk coming out of your nose buds every week, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Otherwise, you can check me out on my website at purplehoodadventures.com. Or you can check me out on Facebook slash Purple Hood Adventures, Instagram, or whatever other 8 million forms of social media you might use. Until then, stay tacky, San Francisco. And remember, life is not a book to be read, but a story to be told. So get out there. And remember, always, hood down and head out.